Welcome to 1989, Inside the Diary of a Wannabe Radio Announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with The Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and The Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning, it's Billy. But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and a call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Oh, g'day you. Welcome back to the pages of the most frivolous use of a diary ever created in a world that gave us the diarised brilliance of Anne Frank, Virginia Woolf, Frida Kahlo, Charles Darwin, Leonardo da Vinci and so many more. There is now also space for my haphazard teenage recollections of meals I scoffed, work I never wanted to do, movies I watched and dramatic emotional meltdowns and depression sessions, all supported by some of the most ridiculous timekeeping efforts ever put to paper. This is progress being abused, basically, and I am thoroughly down for you being here and supporting it, and of course, we like to begin each episode by transporting ourselves back to the year that was 1989, and we do that via the songs that were making their Aussie chart debut this week, thanks to chartbeats.com.au. The Beach Boys were still cruising in at 49. Hunters and Collectors were new at 48 with When the River Runs Dry. Black Box took out number 46 with Right On Time. We also had Kate Bush and The Central World at 45. Love it. Uh, Nick Barker and The Reptiles with Make Me Smile at 43. Remember that? Probably not. You're too young. And Kate Sobrano had a double A-side so fancy with Brave and Young Boys Are My Weakness in at 31. That'd probably be problematic right now. And Martika had the feels so much that she scored the biggest debut of the week in at 27 as she celebrated her ability to apparently feel the earth move under her feet. Probs and earthquake dolls. Uh, speaking of earthquakes, Newcastle in New South Wales actually experienced one in December of 1989. It was on the 28th. It registered 5.6 on the Richter scale. It actually killed 13 people, injured 160, and caused an estimated $4 billion worth of damage in 1989 dollars, which is astronomical. Uh, 35,000 homes, 147 schools. I didn't know Newcastle had that many. And about 3,000 commercial or other buildings had significant damage as a result. Talk about damage. Nice segue. Coming up, I'm going to compress almost an entire month into one podcast segment, mostly because three weeks worth of diary entries are non-existent. 
But there will be time to lose two key items before I go on holiday back to Adelaide. Once the holidays are done, we get apologies from me for not doing any holiday diary work. Then there's the return to work, me not wanting to be on air but doing it anyway. So brave. I also do my holiday washing, get invited to a party but no one tells me where it's actually being held. There's also horror of all horrors, more on-air stuff-ups. Did someone say endless engaging content? Probably not. To help me work through all of that is two of my besties. It's a double shot podcast. Please welcome. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? MJ, the babysitter, and Nat from On Bazaar. <laughs> Hello. Hi, baby. We're uh, waving now. I'm waving That's back. Right. Work on radio, I, yeah, it doesn't work at all, but imagine us waving, guys. So visual. <laughs> I love that you two are together, and I wish I was in Perth right now. It's not fair. Uh, we wish you were here too. Uh, I've forced you two together because we're getting to the final episodes, and I know that Natalie definitely appears in this uh, bunch of entries, and I figure, MJ, you might as well, but regardless, you are the two longest friends that I have from my time in Karatha. And I, I think the first ones I really made because MJ, Aww. you were definitely the first and Natalie, you were the second. Um, we started yeah. off as financial transactions and then built it into a friendship. <laughs> that makes but you sound like a hooker. Now and I are friends as well. Yes. So no. I love that about Benny, all my friends can hang together. out together. I've just realised, just this second, smell that. Mm-hmm. Nat actually sold me this perfume that I wear. This is like a little triangle story. The perfume I'm wearing is Salvador Dali, which was only sold on Bazaar. Yes. You sold it to me when I was 16 years old, and the only place I can go buy it now is in Melbourne when I visit then. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nobody sells that here anymore. Mm, except but, one little place in Melbourne. But this is really weird. When I went to Tbilisi, I was trying to find some Clinique cosmetics, and I walked into this perfumery, and it had a whole range of Salvador Dali perfume at extraordinarily cheap prices. Hmm. And I just went, nannies. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> nobody sells Salvador Dali. And yet here it is in a country of 3.7 million people. Yeah. I love that two degrees of separation from Natalie in her on bizarre job. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. But it's such a good perfume. And the bottles are so great. Yeah. <laughs> What? It's so weird that it's not sold anywhere anymore. Just that little, you know, that arcade in the CBD, that little fence when you have in Melbourne, I forget what it's called. There you go, ladies. If you want some Salvador Dali, <laughs> MJ's got the hot tip, get to Melbourne. We'll go to Tbilisi and Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that. That's easy. Cheaper, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper, but you'll never be allowed to come home. <laughs> and the flight's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've established that MJ originally rang me in previous uh, episodes as a babysitter and we built up a friendship from there. Um, and then Natalie, of course, working at On Bazaar, I was in there virtually once a week, I think, going, mm, I might need to put this on lay-by. <laughs> um, and we have been friends ever since. So it's so good to have you on one of these final episodes so we can wrap things up. Thanks for having us, Benny. After this, I'll never speak to you again. <laughs> no, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we get stuck into it? <laughs> it's not true. I have to say that's not true. Come on, let's wrap this up so I can get a drink. <laughs> yeah, piss off, you wanker. All right, <laughs> here we go. Uh, this is Sunday, November 5, and it was written at 12.24 a.m. 
Well, here we go. Not long to go now. Reminds me of when I was waiting for my mum and Tom to arrive up here. Let's hope the plane is still flying. Just a reminder, there was the pilot strike happening as we speak. A busy day. I packed my bag and I just hope I've got everything I need. I love that I pack on the day I leave. How are you homosexual? Anyway, managed to lose or not find my sunglasses and my Jagmen toiletries bag. And I've written Jagmen in capitals like it's important. Jagmen! I love this. So I'm rather nasty about that, especially the Sunnies. 120 bucks worth. Jesus. I bet they came from on Bazaar. Guaranteed. <laughs> and just for the record, in 1989, 120 bucks is like buying a $500 pair of sunnies now, I reckon. Would I you... remember your sunnies. They were round-ish. Were they Stussy sunglasses? I reckon they might have been Stussy. I know the circular ones with the little bolts on the side and um, mm. springs. They sound very and your hair was curly, I remember. Yes. It was like you were going for a bit of a Michael Hutchins vibe. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I was definitely going for a Michael Hutchins vibe. Anyway, my shift went okay. Some stuff-ups, but I put that down to excitement. <laughs> More likely an experience. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's so great. I wish it was flying all the way. I wonder where my bloody sunglasses are. Oh, she's obsessed. <laughs> I do know they're inside the house somewhere, so that's some consolation. But whereabouts? No one's seen them, which annoys me even more. Yeah, fuck everyone in my house not knowing where my things are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Never mind. I'll buy another pair. Night, 12.29am. God, it was a frivolous little spendthrift. (laughs) I love the way you resolved that problem so quickly. (laughs) I do want to know if I went to On Bazaar the next day and bought a pair. Um, So over the page, we've got... Um, Monday, November 6th, and I've written in capitals with um, two stars next to it. Back to Adelaide! And then huge capitals, yay! With three exclamation points. <laughs> and then I've just written in the content section of the diary, holidays. Can you see? I'm just bashing the mark. <laughs> and, and that continues through each and every page. So Tuesday the 7th, holidays. Wednesday the 8th, holidays. But at the top I've put in, in large, bold type. Bus arrives home. Yay! (laughs) With a question mark and two exclamation marks. So that was a two-day bus trip from Perth to Adelaide, which was fucking horrifying. Oh, my God. You did the bus? I did the bus. The flights weren't happening. So had to do across the Nullarbor on the bus. And then my parents picked me up and took me straight. I do remember this. Straight to my cousin Nicole's house where I was wearing my Harry Thurston, um, what's that David Jones print pattern? Houndstooth. I was wearing my 1984 Harry Thurston houndstooth trench coat and I surprised her and I've still got photos. Check out my social media. I will put them up. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> and it was probably because you'd been on a bus for two days that you probably stunk. That's oh, why. mate. Yeah. Why you surprised her. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. God, he stinks. <laughs> and... Just for the record, I have the jacket still, which even has the most insane shoulder pads in it. It's That's so insane. 80s. I can't wear it anymore because I'm too um, rotund. <laughs> but hey, if you want to buy them, it's $1,000. You can have it. Drape <laughs> it. You just drape it across the shoulders, baby. Oh, that's good. And then just throw it as I arrive. All right, so holidays, holidays, holidays continues for days and days. Who knows what I did? Probably told everyone how great I was. (laughs) 
You know, most people actually just write holidays once and then just draw an arrow yeah. for all the preceding day. No, and no. not write holidays on every page like you've done. No, I have written holidays on every single page. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to film how many times I write holidays. Anyway, then we get to November twenty eighth. <laughs> So almost an entire month has passed. Let's take in November 28. It's a Tuesday and it was written at 12.32am. Firstly, I will apologise for not filling me in on my holidays. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell. I had too good a time to worry about this book, so fuck all of you, apparently. (laughs) So I basically forgot it, and then I've written in capitals, sorry, with a question mark and two exclamation points. (laughs) Flew into Karatha today at 3.15pm. Julie picked me up and we went to the station, said hello to everyone and looked around. Station's been painted. Looks good. My shift from six... Jesus Christ, I had to work that night. My shift from six till midnight went okay. Made a few mistakes in my final hour, but that was just my teeth getting in the way. (laughs) More likely your ineptitude. (sighs) Nothing to worry about. That's basically it. Great to be back, although slightly depressed, but only when I think of Adelaide. I'll get over it, I'm sure. Night, 12.39am. I'm sure lots of people get slightly depressed when they think of Adelaide. (laughs) That's not an insult. That's not an insult. I love you, Adelaide. (laughs) So do I. And so do I. (laughs) Yeah, and I I would have been depressed because I was missing my mummy and my daddy. Yeah. And all my friends. All my friends in Adelaide. (laughs) No. Uh, what about us? And your cousin Nicole. No, you, you, you were there. You were there in Karatha with me, so that would have made me less depressed. I'm sure. I'm only Did slightly you depressed. Drag toilet bag or? Oh, I wish I'd covered that off. I don't know. All my sunnies. Did I buy new ones? Will we ever know? <laughs> You fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, moving along. Uh, this is Wednesday, November 29. It was written at 2:28 a.m. Got up at 8 this morning, had a shower and went to work at around 9. Did some recording, a few ads and a lot of other stuff. My shift from 2 to 6pm went really well. Very few mistakes. And I had a great time. I don't know if anyone listening would have. Everything ran smoothly. I love that me making a few mistakes means it went really well. (laughs) Imagine how many mistakes I used to make. Did you ever listen? Probably not. So professional. See, I love that open silence when I said, did you ever listen and neither of them responded? (laughs) (laughs) All the time, babe, all the time. time. Yeah, we had it pumping in on Bazaar. It was really setting the mood. (laughs) Not. Pump up the jam. (laughs) No, remember the line was giving you the shits, I mean giving you the hits, 6KR. Um, Got home just after six, called mum and had a little talk, made tea and watched some videos and worked out the bill for the electricity. Jesus, that would have been horrifying. Dave, Mm. Avril and I have been sitting up watching some of the things I recorded in Adelaide. Now it's off to sleeps. See ya, 2.34am. I wish I knew where that video was. I remember some of your videos. You know what I have sitting beside me right here? Read that. If you hold it still and in front of the camera, we could. Karatha. Birthday in Karatha. Is this the one with the stripper? Yes. My 21st birthday with the stripper in Karatha. Pebbles the stripper. Remember her? Pebbles. And she looked exactly like Judy's daughter. (laughs) It was traumatising. And I was so gay. I don't think anyone's sitting so still 
their whole life. And of course, her boyfriend was outside in the in the lounge room window, bug eyeing me to make sure I didn't do anything wrong. If only he knew, he could have gone to dinner and not worried at all. <laughs> was that the party where Judy made you the penis cake? I need to get this video transferred, and we need to watch. <laughs> Because there was a food fight with the penis cake and I had to fly back to boarding school the next day with off cream in my hair. I love that we were having a teenage schoolgirl to our parties as well. Bring out the stripper, everyone. I'm pretty sure I went to school with her. <laughs> oh, man, the 80s was so loose. It's embarrassing. Oh, carafa. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, this is November 30. It's a Thursday and it was written at 1.06am. Nice day today. Set my alarm for 9.30. Lay in bed till 10.30. Mm-hmm. That's an hour of what, I wonder. Got up and started unpacking my suitcase. Put most of it in the wash. Did two full loads. Am I talking about my washing? And when I say full, I mean chockers. <laughs> And two hand wash items. What? I had two hand wash items? Oh, I know what that would have been. That would have been, one of them would have been a Jag men's shirt that was in dark blue denim, which had black leather pocket accents. That would have been hand wash for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, not sure about what the other one was, but it would have been Jag men probably. The houndstooth jacket? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have washed that. It says dry clean only, Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> I had lunch and showered, getting to work just before two. Lots of work to do. So many ads that I didn't manage to finish them all. Went on air at six. Shift went ultra well. Had a great time. Nat from On Bazaar called. Oh, Natty. She asked me to a party on Saturday. So we'll go to that. Who's this we? We'll go to that. I'm a we. <laughs> Only made one stuff up tonight. Came out of the news, read the weather and realised with horror that I had no song ready to play after. Played an ad and quickly queued up a record. Phew. Thank goodness. See ya. 1.13am. <laughs> I love that. You're a DJ with no records queued up. <laughs> yeah. You really were 19, weren't you? Yeah. And focus was not my forte. <laughs> Schrodinger's DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, bloody records. Let me down all the time. I would have been so panic struck as well. Like, and got all red in the face. All right, let's take in Friday, December 1. Pitch and a punch, first day of the month, 12.27am. Set the alarm for 9. Got up at around 9.30. Had some breakfast. Showered, dressed and walked to the Walkington Theatre to see Cindy. We went to the cafeteria and talked about what I did in Caratha and what was happening at the theatre whilst we drank tea. Jesus, who fucking cares? Walked to the station, <laughs> borrowed Julie's car, got some lunch and went back to 6K8 to eat it. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, kill me. <laughs> Just give us some content, loser. Uh, got stuck in my work. Lots to do today, but I was determined to finish it all before 6pm. Hmm, wonders will never cease. My shift from 6 till midnight went well, considering I didn't want to do that shift at all. I had a rather good time. Now it's off to bed. Early day tomorrow. See ya, 12.31am. I love how much I did not want to work ever. <laughs> Guess what? Hasn't changed. Still wish I had a trust fund and didn't have to do nothing. Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's our final entry. It's Saturday, December 2. It was written at 2.37am. 
Late to bed, early to rise. Shut up. Got up at 7am this morning, far too early. Showered and went to the station. Caught a taxi to Caratha Retrovision and did crosses back to the station at 8.30, 9.30 and 10.30. Got back to the station and prepared to go on air. Jesus, they fucking worked my fucking ring out. My shift from midday <laughs> to 6pm went well. Found myself enjoying it all. So no problems there. Oh, God. After 6pm, I did some minor things and then went home with Avril. We made spaghetti bolognese for tea. Yum. Had that and then went to see Nat for this party. She left a note on the door. Hi, Ben. Gone to the party. See you there. Had no idea where it was, so I went to the station and did some work. (laughs) Came home and watched videos till now. (laughs) Night, 2.43 (laughs) a.m. Where was the party, Natalie? (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know what party it was. Me neither. It would have been some party with my friends somewhere. We're always having makeup dress-up parties well, yeah. somewhere. That's the one resounding thing I remember about Caratha is you and your friends having amazing parties virtually every mm. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favourite was probably the beach party. This guy lined his apartment house that he got for, for the job and lined the entire house with sand. <laughs> Oh, my God. They actually shoveled all the sand into the house. And it was about a foot deep. I remember the murder mystery party, the one where you had to wear denim, the one where you had to have flowers on your clothing, the one where we all ended up in the pool. Um, Oh, that was a drunken mess, wasn't it? Oh, pick a weekend. (laughs) Jesus. I can't believe that I hardly drink anything now. I think my last drink that I had was for my birthday in February. Honestly, I think and the reason I don't drink at all is because of Caratha. <laughs> yeah, I've got a feeling that might be the case. It yeah. sort of scarred me for life. There was so I'm just looking really easy here. Yeah. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. MJ's still keeping up with tradition. <laughs> yeah, well, but I was born and bred, you know. Oh, I bet she was a closet drinker, even though she was only a teenager. Well. Oh, there was no closet about it. <laughs> She drank the closet, guys. She's trying to pretend that she didn't drink then. <laughs> yeah, we know you were doing it on the ANSAT flight back to school. <laughs> um, how scary is it that my daughter is that age now? Wow. Yeah, That's how and you are daughter. Patsy and Eddie rolled into one. <laughs> <laughs> my poor Safi. <laughs> yeah, your Safi is a golden child. <laughs> You probably beat it all out of your DNA, I reckon. <laughs> I pickled it. Pickled it. Yeah. I do distinctly remember being so drunk at a party that I vomited on myself and then I walked around the party saying, who vomited on me? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Such a mess. Such a mess. I'm so glad those days are over. <laughs> all right, I love you both dearly and hopefully I'll see you in about a month's time. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Hey, in the next episode, peeps be waking me up way too early five days in a row. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's the only week in 1989 where I got up way too early for an entire week. 
We spend up big at the stupid market. I'm officially done with attending media parties. Who the hell do I think I am? Uh, There's also domestic duties to do, bitching to be had, and guilt forces me to do favours for friends, which naturally backfires. Australia Post ruins my country road suit, and I attend a BMX presentation and shit all over it because I'm bored. Spill the tea, bish. Uh, Once again, of course, in an effort to help amplify Indigenous voices, in every episode of the podcast, we like to shine a spotlight on an Indigenous business and this time around it's crawlandcrocodile.com which is the home of Tyrone who's an artist and graphic designer who works in illustration painting sculpture animation and design their work is bloody amazing and you can buy a bunch of stuff too so check them out at crawlingcrocodile.com and samesies on Facebook and Instagram too so go check them out and start getting your shop on hey once again i am sending mad props to the enigmatic dj dirtbag for this slice of 80s ruleness that is the 1989 theme tune go on have a boogie yeah ta also to jezelenko for all my other audio bits and shits and you can of course get your like on at 19 in 89 on instagram if you want to plus if you want to give this podcast a glowing review and teach me how to speak properly, I'm totes there for it. Uh, and until next episode, I am, of course, loving you from here. Check it out. See you. Bye.